It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. Tonight, the San Jose Sharks travel to Madison Square Garden in New York for their first meeting of the season with the New York Rangers. San Jose finds themselves in the first wild card spot, fifth overall in the Western Conference with 27 points in 23 games. While the Rangers have gone 8-2 and two in their last 10 contests, New York in second place in the Metropolitan Division with 31 points. Last night on Long Island, the Sharks went to UBS Arena for the very first time ever and picked up an important win. But it didn't start off all that well, giving up a goal on the very first shot against to Matt Barzell, one of the most talented players on the Islander team. Here comes Matt Barzell, the talented forward, shoot, score! Well, that was quick. Matt Barzell coming across the San Jose Sharks blue line with that amazing wrist shot, fires one up top and Aiden Hill watched it go in. The light comes on and they celebrate on Long Island. It is one nothing Islanders. From that point on, Aiden Hill was outstanding in the nets for San Jose, making a total of 24 saves in the contest. And eight minutes and six seconds after Barzell's goal, Nick Benino found himself in front of the net, and all of a sudden it was tied. Meyer goes into the left corner now as we've got eight seconds left on the San Jose power play. Gunned it around on the right point, moving to his left. It's Donnan to Meyer. Back for Donnan on the right, shoots it to the goal. Score! What a play! Meyer and Donnan, tic-tac-toe, and it's tied up 1-1. That goal by Benino was right after a San Jose Sharks power play had concluded. Head coach Bob Bugner says even when the Sharks don't score on the man advantage, they're making a difference in the momentum of the game. You know, our big guys uh, that are that are putting the points up are obviously guys that we have to rely on every night. And, uh, um, you know, and I think we put a lot of work into our power play. And, and you know, it's going to be ups and downs throughout the season. But it's really, I'm not even sure we got credit for a power play goal tonight. I think it was 0.1 seconds on the clock. But, uh, um, you know, our power play is stepping up at different times for us, which is nice. From Benino's perspective, all he had to do was put his stick down because of the work of Jonathan Dolan and Timo Meyer. Yeah, I think it was the whole unit to start. We didn't have a clean entry, and we battled for pucks back. Um, so it wasn't our prettiest uh, <clears throat> setup, but then we we got possession back. Timo kept the puck in great at the line and uh, worked it all the way around, made a great pass to Dolly, and then, um, you know, I know he's looking for me back door, so he made an, uh, an awesome pass, and I just had to put it in. Benino adds that Timo Meyer is having a monster year so far. Yeah, he's been, you know, a force these last, obviously, I mean, probably the whole season, but, uh, you know, even recently he's scoring every game, making great plays. He's always around the net. He always has chances. So um, I think we know he wants to battle and, um, you know, he'll uh, should be ready. What Benino was referring to was a third period knee-on-knee -knee collision that was precipitated by Matt Pellick of the New York Islanders. No penalty was called on the play. Meyer shook off the pain and came back and played the rest of the contest. Obviously, that's big news heading into tonight's game against the Rangers. And as it turned out, the goaltending of Aiden Hill was also a huge factor in this game. Hill made this third period save to keep things tied at one. 
Could be trouble. Turnover. Here's Barcel moving in. And he shoots from the right wing side. And a great save by Aiden Hill with 12.03 to play in the third. Broken play. Islanders get the guy who they want it on his stick right out in front. But Aiden Hill made the save. And then it came to overtime. And there was Timo Meyer again making the first play with Eric Carlson finishing it off. Here's Beauvillier down the left side. Loses on the check there, but gets it back from Carlson. Stick uh -oh. handles to his right. There's trouble here. He whirls his way over to the right circle. Rink wide toss to Pajot. Pajot lost his footing, gave it back to Beauvillier. Hangs onto it, throws it toward the net. Save made there by Hill. Contact on the rebound. 2 on one developing for the Sharks. Carlson jumps up. He's got Meyer breaking for the net. Gives him the puck. Meyer moving in, and he can't get the shot away. But in front, Eric Carlson scores! Carlson gets the game winner with a rebound. The Sharks win in overtime 2-1. to one. After the game, Carlson talked about his view and getting the puck and making sure that Timo Meyer saw him to give him the pass. I think I was screaming at Dean because uh, he didn't call a penalty. Uh, and then Timo ended up right next to him. So I was looking right at him. So I just, I just stayed there and, and uh, you know, I knew there was uh, a chance that he, he would find me. Uh, you know, he's, he's uh, you know, Got some good vision going for himself right now, and then he, he he made a perfect pass, and I just had to tap it in. It was a really satisfying win for the Sharks, who are three and zero on their current five-game swing, so they're guaranteed a winning record at the end of the trip. But there's a lot more to go, as Aiden Hill talked about post-game with Drew Remenda. Aiden, terrific job! Congratulations. How big of a game? How big of a win is this? I know it's early, but it seemed big to us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's a huge one for our team. I mean, we've had a great start to this road trip, and we got to keep it going into tomorrow. There's a big difference, you know, when you look at the standings between being four games above 502. So <laughs> it's huge for us to get that extra point there in OT and uh, keep things rolling. That first goal goes in early. Tell me your mental process when that happens. Uh, I wasn't too happy with myself. I but. didn't think you would be. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, first shot of the game, so... I mean, just try and wash it out and uh, focus on the next shot. That's all you can do at that point. So, I mean, we bounced back, and, uh, yeah, I thought the guys played a hell of a game in front of me, and, yeah. For you personally, this is a good bounce-back game. This is a game that you played really well in Calgary, and you had them, the team, and you, not been able to get the job, get the win that you wanted. You get a win. You play really well. What is your confidence like 60 games now into your NHL career? Uh, yeah, no, I feel great. Like, I mean, yeah. it's NHL, the best league in the world, and I feel like uh, I can comfortably play at this level and not only play, but excel. So, I mean, this team is doing an awesome job this year, and I'm uh, really excited about uh, the group of guys we got. I'm a fan of your goaltending coach, uh, Yevgeny Nabokov. You seem to have a really great relationship with him. How important is that relationship, the closeness, and being able to have a guy that understands the position and helps you in your task? Yeah, I mean, when he played, he was an unbelievable goalie yes, with was. the Sharks and elsewhere. So he's a great guy to have. It's awesome to have a guy who's been through the highs and lows and won games and all that, right? So he had a tremendous career himself, and he's an awesome coach too. So he works with me every day, and uh, whether it's video or on the ice, he focuses on the little details that will help me get better. Well, you're getting better daily. We can absolutely see it, and a lot of it because of your work ethic. I appreciate you coming on, man, and congratulations once again. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. The Teal Report will continue from New York right after this on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Score! Timo Meyer gets his first of the year and a 
fist pump. It's everything Sharks hockey in one place. The crowd is on its feet, and check out the Sharks bench. They're into it, too. It's the Sharks Audio Network, a 24-7 streaming audio platform dedicated to Sharks hockey and the destination to listen to Sharks games. You can find the Sharks Audio Network on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app, presented by Western Digital, and at sjsharks.com slash listen. Download the app today to listen to Sharks hockey, plus unique Sharks content all day long on the Sharks Audio Network. For tonight's game against the Rangers, Jonah Gadjevich will obviously not be able to play after sustaining an injury when he blocked a Noah Dobson shot in the first period of the game on Long Island. That's a tough loss for the Sharks because Gadjevich basically exemplifies the qualities of grinded-out hockey that the Sharks have found successful in recent days. Fortunately, Lane Peterson is available and he will just step in on that Sharks' fourth line. And there's a good chance that Nicholas Molash will also see action as Radim Shimek got rocked by a couple of big hits last night, courtesy of Matt Martin and Cal Clutterbuck, two of the hardest checkers in the league. That decision will likely be made this afternoon by the coaching staff. James Reimer gets the start in net. It's his 400th National Hockey League game. He has a lifetime record of 5-4-1 and a 3.54 goals against average against the Rangers. So there were definite challenges in this back-to-back set of games, but the Sharks have been accepting challenges all season long. Eric Carlson talked about the nature of this club to just grind it out. You know, this time of the year, it's a lot of grinding. Uh, you know, we've been traveling a lot. Guys are not, you know, feeling the freshest probably at all times. So, you know, we got to do other things. And I think that everybody's uh, helping each other out. And, you know, we're battling for each other. And, and we're doing what, uh, you know, we feel we have to do to give ourselves a chance to win at the end of the games and we just stuck with it and you know we weren't getting frustrated and and uh, you know we just kept uh, you know putting the puck in and, and creating and, and taking what we got and then uh, you know we weren't we weren't concerned how long it was going to take we knew that uh, you know uh, by the end of the, the third you know we're, we're going to have a chance to win the game and, and uh, you know get it done in overtime. While the Sharks are finishing up a back-to-back set of games tonight in New York, the Rangers begin a back-to-back set of home contests. They have four straight wins overall and six straight at home, and they go with Igor Shesterkin in the nets against James Reimer. The Rangers are struggling a bit against Pacific Division teams. They are 1-2-2 against that division so far this year, and the Sharks are hoping that that continues. Tune in at 3.30 for the drive home right here on the Sharks Audio Network. I'm Dan Rusinowski. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.